Yeah, we G-Splash every weekend Giving a Bucky Watts kind of treatment Believe it, cause he's in We get it in until a motherfucker peeking Turning all the way up till I'm Michael Jackson leaning Yo, spoiler alert, talking Deadpool 2 Easter eggs for you jerks Ryan Reynolds played the merch Josh Brolin go berserk Just a couple of dope nerds spitting words <laughs> Yeah, every Wednesday we recorded So, welcome to the party about it we about it about it welcome to g splash i am your host bradley baxter my man bucky watch crushing it today chris what's up everybody yeah we're excited big day big day fun day fun times fun day how have you been man <laughs> good real good uh definitely wasn't a break between those two things you had to cut out uh it's been great it's been so good i'm just so freaking good good with a capital g what about you uh i'm good man uh just chilling <laughs> um chilling. i don't know why just i thought that was so just recording a podcast hey, chilling you know, just over here chilling um you're popping getting it in uh quick couple announcements uh chris uh i'll be shooting a movie this weekend i'm in a movie you what movie I got a movie role i can't talk about it yet oh well that's boring yeah man you, you know but it's good for you that you're in a movie. It'll be, a, it'll be spoilers and all that, and I want to make sure I film the scene. Okay, hey, I'm excited. You won't get cut. You're gonna be you're gonna be a big star, kid. You're gonna be a big star. Yeah, can't wait. Ah, it'll be cool. Looking forward to it. Um, upcoming episodes. Splash Trash Man. We have a new edition. We're trying out. It's the comic book edition. We had a lot of. Uh, downloads for our last, our 30th episode. Props to that. 30, 30 went big. Great job. Congratulations, 30. You earned it. 30, yeah. Let's get a little round of applause going because we crushed it. 30, you did it. So we decided to kind of switch their gears up over at Splash Trash. Meh. And do a comic book edition. So we talk the latest releases, what we think, what we think you should check out, and if they're Splash Trash or meh. Uh, over at Buzz of the Week. Which we haven't done, and I feel like in a forever. But uh, Buzz of the Week, we're talking all the new shows coming to Netflix next month in June, as well as the end of the some cable. Real interesting, uh, some interesting yeah. numbers about cable and the end and of how cable. streaming is putting dents in things and all kind. I mean, if you love numbers and statistics, then you're gonna absolutely be get okay your calculators, with this everybody. No, it is really it's really interesting stuff because no, yeah, you know, it it's something you think about it in your head. You're like, I wonder how many people stream instead of direct TV, but you never really think about it. So we just break it down like a couple of ding dongs, and it yeah. worked out pretty well. Yeah, cable's basically gonna die with our parents. Yeah, <laughs> see you later, mom. And here's the cable box. We'll go ahead and put it in there for you. Um, next week, Chris, though, episode number thirty-two. What are we talking about? Uh, next week, thirty-two. Uh, you run the show. I don't know. I guess we're talking about. Oh, <laughs> how can we not talk about Solo, a Star Wars story? Come on, man. The hell are you asking me for? I'm pretty much drunk the whole time we do this, yeah. and when we're not doing it. <laughs> um, and then after that, episode 33, we're we're do, we're stepping in the time machine, Chris. 
Going back. Ooh. Talking oh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. How we had a day off. You think they'll ever remake that movie? We'll get into it in that episode. Two, stay tuned for two weeks. Dana Bow Bow. Wait, that's a different movie, isn't it? No. Hey, right. That one. No, but what, is it must be in a no, it's in that isn't it a Michael J. Fox movie? Bow bow. Probably. Uh, we'll we'll get our shit straight before we do that. Anyway. That's why we're doing a Ferris Bueller episode so we can learn this stuff. I'm not prepared. No one's ever prepared. Uh Chris, you know what time it is. Run a track. <laughs> Uh, Chris, we're both watching the NBA playoffs right now. You're a- yeah, I'm watching the Celtics win. Five, four, three, two, Celtics won. Boom. Boom. That's dope. There's still 17 seconds left on my stream, but... Well, spoiler alert, they win. Spoiler alert. By 15. Celtics by win. Four, by, by 13. Uh, so that puts the series at three and two, heading back to Cleveland. Tomorrow night, the Warriors head back into Houston for game five. Man, this has gone back and forth in both series. Uh, bing bong, bing bong. Yeah, I can't believe that it's... Uh... 2-2 over with the old Golden State Warriors. Yeah, was, they got their ass kicked. In the fourth quarter, they were like, here yeah. we are, we're going to do it. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, totally shit the bed. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> uh, Netflix has teamed up with Idris Elba in a movie called The Hunchback of Notre Dame. You shut your face. How did I not hear about this? Idris is my boy. Yeah, he and I think he's like right. go way back. He's like writing and directing this movie. Wow, he must really love the thing. <laughs> That's classic story. Star in and direct Hunchback of Notre Dame. Wow. Yeah, I think he... Will t- it be a musical? Probably not. Well, that'd be a bummer. The music's the best part. Anyway, uh, speaking of Hunchbacks and problems, uh, Comcast has confirmed that they're going to try and outbid Disney. Chris. Yeah, this is crazy. Disney is trying, was going to buy Fox. It was like a big thing. Everybody's been, we've been talking about it. Everybody's been talking about it. And then all of a sudden Comcast's like, no, nah, we got to make an all cash offer over what Disney bid. Boom. Like, well, like if I'm Comcast, like, what are you doing? I, that's my, that's my thing. Like we have this here and I understand the logistics of what they said, but what I don't understand is any of the logistics of what they said. <laughs> like if- I understand what money is and all cash offer means, but why would you do this? And what are you trying to get? And who are you? I mean, we just had a whole conversation on Buzz of the Week about, it actually comes out tomorrow, about cable on the way out. And now Comcast is going to just dump up, like, cable's down 3.4 million subscribers. You're just going to dump a bunch of money. You're just going to go blow a bunch of money on On Fox, Fox of all things? Hedge your bets. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, you're going (laughs) to... Like plus you're gonna fuck everything up with Marvel that we're all looking forward to. Yeah, now you've just made everybody upset. We were all so excited. Yeah. Don't be a dick, Comcast. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, speaking of things that are in the way and about to be out of the way, that PlayStation 4 that was supposed to last 10 years, turns out it's on its way out. Yeah, it's at the end of its life cycle they came out and announced, the people at Sony. I end lit- of its life cycle. I literally almost bought one like two months ago. I almost upgraded to a Pro before I bought God of War, but then I was like, nah, I'm all right. And now it was like, are they, when are they going to release one? What's the next one? I mean, this doesn't exactly give us a definitive date, but that, them coming out saying that basically means, well, hey, everybody, be prepared because a new PlayStation is gone its way. Right, and the fact that they're saying that right before <laughs> E3 is pretty yeah. major. Yeah. I mean, come on. Straight between the lines. Yeah. Uh, speaking of new... Lego Movie 2. Boom. Oh, we don't know anything about it other than the fact that it's going to happen, it exists, and the first one was 
amazing. I've, hey, Chris, so, Chris. That's all you need. Chris, did you like the way I pieced that together? Oh, gosh. I just freed my pants. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of movies that seem to be for kids but aren't, Happy Time Murders trailer did you see what? this trailer chris what a surprise at the beginning before you see deadpool 2 you will get a trailer uh and that's the trailer will pop up that's not oh and some people don't get it i didn't get it i actually just saw oh, this I, on the internet. i got it i got it and i was surprised because more normal trailers if you're listening you don't know what a red band trailer is when every time before a movie preview comes up and that big green screen pops up first says like this but has been rated appropriate for all audiences and then it goes into the preview um that one comes up, but instead of being green, it's red. And the reason that it's red and called a red band trailer because is because it shows you, it. it says fuck, and it shows you like the bad stuff that happens. It can be more violent. Like it's like a rated R trailer, basically. And so I'm watching Deadpool 2, skip, 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 do, waiting for the movie to start. And then, oh, there goes a little Mission Impossible. Yeah. And then a red band trailer comes up. And I think I, I have a, a an echo of a memory in my brain that says I've seen one in a theater before. But this is the first time in a long time that I've seen a red band just come up. And I was like, oh, shit. And then it was this movie, which, I mean, obviously, it looks like, I'm just going to say before we talk about it, I think it could go either way. It'll either be super funny, or it will be really, really shitty and terrible. Um, but the trailer was was something to watch, and, and, and I had me laughing. I th- <laughs> Yeah, Chris jumped off, really jumped the gun on that with the whole Red Band trailer, but this movie stars um, Melissa McCarthy. It reminded me a little bit of Roger Rabbit, right? But it's, yeah. it's basically a Muppet movie about muppets about what they're doing when they're not in front of kids or it's exactly like who framed roger rabbit there's like murders that are happening and very noirist world where muppets exist alongside us yeah and man the red band trailer that's the way to market this thing is to be like a red band trailer all the way because you're like oh cute muppets and then it's like i'll suck your dick for 50 dollars and she's like, cents. yeah, and she's like, that, oh, man, if that, I had a dick, I'd probably let you suck it. Yeah, that's a yes. And she freaking knocks him out. <laughs> or when it's freaking or crazy. when and the, yeah, so there's there's uh, sex, violence, all that stuff. I think the tags was like it's something about like not sesame, all street and like all street. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly what it was. Ah, uh, this movie looks funny to me. Uh, so definitely yeah. check out check out the trailer. Uh, I can't wait to see it. Speaking of movies, I can't wait to see Ryan Coogler is starting to map out Black Panther 2. And he's, and he's talking to Michael B. Jordan returning for no one really knows yet if he's going to bring him back or it's got to be a spirit. If a it flash. is, it's got to be a spirit world thing, right? Uh, who knows? Comic book movie. He was obviously one of the dopest bad guys. So can we really map? Can and we really, really dead? Out? Can he really, yeah, can we a, really he put a knife out? through his heart? But can we really rule out that they won't find a way to bring it well, back to back to life? That's true. I mean, if I you think know, about it, lazy. Th- not, but Chris, if you think about it, right, we've got some people who are kind of dead right now who are also coming I mean, back. Yes, but that's a plot device. Just because you made a movie and you made a great villain and people loved it doesn't mean in the sequel you should bring that villain back. Find a way to bring that villain back to life. I think that that's just like you did. You did good. You didn't keep him around. Move on. Different timeline. Anyway, this is the wild card, though. He's also talking to Donald Glover about Ooh. playing a role. But this, Ooh. Chris, don't get too excited because this is gonna. He can't. He can't be in that movie. Oh right. Because he was in Spider Man too. Right. No Spider Man Homecoming. Or Homecoming. Yeah. Well. Uh, no, you're gonna throw the Kendrick Lamar thing. Can't be in it. Then, but Donald the Glover. Rules are a little wiggly jiggly. 
Now the rules are wiggly jiggly because of Donald Glover, but you won't bring back Michael B. Jordan? I'm just saying, he was a character in another movie that was kind of a Fox hybrid. It was a Sony hybrid. Maybe, so Sony hybrid, sorry. Maybe they can find a space for him. Oh, maybe he's in a massive lamp. Maybe he's a CGI character. You don't know. I'm stretching it. As much as I would love to see Donald <laughs> Glover in Black Panther 2, it's going to fuck shit up. Are you going to throw Cable in, in the MCU as well? You can do whatever. Maybe I wouldn't hate it. Then you're gonna open up a whole other thing where characters like whole other actors, can of balls. other actors can play other more than one role. You're gonna have Chris Pratt play a CGI villain. Hey, well, if Jake Gyllenhaal becomes Batman, now that news dropped that he's gonna be Mysterio in the next Spider-Man movie. So then now he's in two universes. You know what I mean? That they're two different, completely different brands it's it's not what we're talking about but my brain decided to say it so now it's out there and he hasn't been he's not being casted to play mysterio as a as a fan art that leaked or that, that came out be mysterio everybody no. knows it i don't know i don't know it looked good but i don't know uh speaking of mysterios and continuity errors up and down the yim yam <laughs> let's get into our main topic <laughs> Uh, Chris, what, yes. are we, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Deadpool 2, everything about it. We're talking Easter eggs, we're going to review it, talking the cameos, the ones you saw, maybe the ones you missed, uh, and we're going to talk about some uh, continuity in the post-credits Word stuff it. and how that works into canon. Word it's going to be a Deadpool pool party. It's, Fuck, I blew it. It's going, <laughs> yeah, that was a dead, mwah. Gonna be a blood pool I'm giving you a boo. I'm giving you a boo. A boo on that one. Uh, it did not. Are you surprised by this, Chris? But it did not beat out Avengers. Yes, it did. Not worldwide. It made. It's supposed to be making uh, close to. Oh, it made over three hundred million dollars worldwide. Hot damn! Hot damn! Hot damn! Ah <laughs> uh, man, Chris, what do you think of the movie? Um, I I loved the movie. I think, and and just like we do on the show, just to get it going, this is absolutely spoiler alert. If you have not gone seen Deadpool two, thumbnail whatever the fuck you're doing and wherever you're listening right now, come back because there's gonna be spoilers up the kazoo. Back to the main thing I was saying, which is this. I loved it. I thought it was great. I laughed. I thought it had the good little emotional hits, or like the story and the narrative were worked in well. The characters. The side characters, the way they put mar- comic book characters in there, I, I thought it was great. Um, it's, it's, I've talked to a lot of people about it, and I've seen a little bit on both sides. But for me, I liked it almost exactly as much as I liked the first one. I came out of that movie being like, yep, I feel exactly the same way as I did when I walked out of the first one. And for me, that's really impressive. That almost make, gives it a little bit of an extra boost because with something as surprising as the first one, how well that one did and how great it was and how much it kind of shook things up in a lot of ways to walk out of this one and feel that same feeling. It's really hard to replicate that. And so I was, I was impressed. What about you? Uh, so you calling it a splash? I, I do. I, I, I think it's a splash. I, I, do I think it's a splash? Yeah, it's a fucking splash. It's a fucking splash. Not a regular splash. A fucking splash. It's uh, a cannonball. Yeah. I, I thought the movie was dope. Um, I'm giving it a splash myself. Um, you you kind of nailed it. I I flip flop back and forth. I don't I don't know if I think it's better than the first one, but this one's it's just it's a it's a completely different story and absolutely and but but if you think about it, Deadpool is such a character that's not known to be so serious, but like both there's a tone in both movies that are really serious. 
yeah, there's this serious kind of like an actual story there. It's just not, I mean, there's a lot of jokes and there's breaking the fourth wall and doing all those, you know, zany and crazy things. But also they make sure to work in the fact that there's a story and there's a character and he's With a little depth damaged and meaning in a lot and, of yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, but things have meaning and things are important in how you act and how you, who you impact. And it's like, it's interesting to see because like you said, you read the comics and sometimes you get those little blips. But for the most part, it's just like, look at Goofball McGee here. Yeah. And this one, you know, especially this one, they, they kept that, that tone going. I think the first one did a lot of things that people hadn't seen before, which is great. But I don't know. I was sweating through my shirt. I was laughing so hard. So that's a good sign. And I'm, I mean, I'm not a super sweaty person. I definitely do sweat. But I mean, we're talking. We're talking. I was sweating hard. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> uh, Be honest with you. Just got to lay it out there. We'll pave the road with my sweat. All right, Chris. Let's get into some juicy, juicy stuff. Easter smegs. Easter eggs. Now, I didn't know this, but the first movie, they I guess they came out and like made it a point that there's a literally a hundred Easter eggs in the first really? one. Really? And that counts like throwaway lines and pop culture references and things in the background and all kinds of shit, huh? So many in this one. Um Oh, so many. I thought there was a lot of MCU references. I thought there was a lot of MCU, and I thought there was uh enough to make an impact DCU. There was uh, one major DCU one, but yes, you're right. There was a few of those too, but I was kind of like, man, you would have thought they like they make a Thanos joke, obviously make it straight, which I think is fantastic. Like, stay pointed and a Hawkeye joke, a Hawkeye joke. I mean, and and it's it's a weird thing too for them because this is something I want to get into just now because it's something I think the movies do so well, and Deadpool one and Deadpool two have both blown me away with, um, and that's the fact that. When they, I don't, I get, I get frustrated sometimes when the superhero movies bring to life characters or situations and they change them or they do things to them and I don't think, like, either maybe they didn't have the, I'm not necessarily the budget, but, like, when they just, they put it in there and it's just not what it could be or not what it should be. Like, they're pulling from a source material and they'll change it or they try to make it more human or more believable, but it just ends up being silly. And the first one for me, uh, that was, and, and oh, I guess before I say that, I should say too, like, it also comes down to the what they have to work with because of character rights and all these things. They only get a limited number of of things they can use, and so in the first one, it was Colossus. Like, I don't want this dude that can turn the skin on and off, and he's like an American younger kid Colossus. Like, I don't fucking want that. Like, I want big ass steel six or you know nine foot tall metal Colossus. Like that's the, that I, that's the character I want. That's who he is in the comics. Why bring him in different? And in this one, for me, they did the same thing with juggernaut. They bring in juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut and he is bitch. fucking dead on exactly what he has always needed to be like that one. And what was always going to be garbage in that third X-Men movie, because it was a dude and they put him in prosthetics and they put some stuff on him and he, and he just, he was never, he wasn't right. He just looked like a silly oversized guy in this one. You're talking a juggernaut that's fucking 15 feet tall and a thousand pounds. Where's the full on metal helmet? Where's it for the right reasons? Not just because I need head protection, but because it's to block Xavier from reading his mind. Like he's got the knuckle thing. Like it, he is in every way they did. It wasn't like, okay guys, the only hero we can get in this one. That's a real canon character. Uh, is juggernaut okay so what are we gonna do with him oh let's make him smaller but still unstoppable he knows karate this time around they just say no fuck it we got the character let's just play the character right and i love that i think that's so cool did you know going in that uh juggernaut i'm the juggernaut bitch gonna be uh in it 
I, I did not at all. I didn't look for. I, I didn't. didn't look I didn't anything. either. I've been so wrapped up in Infinity War. I as soon as they saw the prison cell and the thud and the the rumble, that was the first thing my mind jumped to, because um, I was just thinking like, unless it's something really weird they're throwing at us to draw that much attention to something and not make it be a big powerful character. And I was like, well, who would it be? Well, in the stuff they own, it would be. It's always going to be Juggernaut. We'll get into this later, but uh, it kind of does throw everything else in the mix but we'll get into this part later um did you know who voiced juggernaut i read it in the article yesterday yeah did, I, I, it was ryan reynolds ryan reynolds i'm the juggernaut yeah, bitch. They, and that there's another piece just to prove my point they they gave him the freaking whatever that is bronx or brooklyn or whatever accent that he's supposed to have they gave it to him and apparently in the article i was reading you know ryan reynolds was just like reading the lines for him and making a voice and they were like that's actually really good. Why don't you just do that? And that sound, they made it deeper. And so, boom, now you've got Kane Marco the way he should be. Right. Like a big, done a dumb, what are you guys up to? But not dumb, just more like, yeah, you guys want to fucking fight? <laughs> uh, He's great. Let's get back into these Easter eggs. I'm not going to read all of them because there's too many. there's 600 of them. But we're going to do this in Easter eggs, and then we'll go over some of the cameos. Cool. Um, do it. Do it. Taylor Swift's kitten t-shirt. Did you catch that? I did. You co- Do you know the history behind that? Uh, no, Chris, tell me. Well, there's two. It's a deeper thing. He's wearing that T-shirt that has the two cats on it, right? And it says "Best Friends Forever" or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's two. There's two. One is that apparently, like two years ago, Taylor Swift and him and they're they're they know each other. Oh, Taylor Swift knows fucking everybody. It feels like, but two years ago, she borrowed the actual Deadpool Deadpool costume to wear for Halloween from him because he owns uh his few own of them. costume. He has like a whole set of them because he fucking loves it. Uh, but also at that shirt, if you go back and watch that movie, Just Friends that he's in, where he's fat, mm-hmm. his shirt is that cat shirt just with different cats. Ah, interesting. So, so deep cuts here. Deep, deep cut. fucking cuts. And you caught yeah. that all, all while you were watching. You're like, oh my I God. I caught the shirt and knew, and I caught the shirt and that they were Taylor Swift's cats. So that was hilarious. But I didn't catch it until I was reading an article later that I was like, oh, oh, she borrowed the suit. That's why. And then it talked about the Just Friends. I was like, God damn. Uh, <laughs> did you catch his uh, chunk shirt? There's a couple I, of Goonies I, references. That's one I saw afterwards that I didn't. Uh, that right. was a good one. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck, it is. But, you know, who remembers the shirt that Chunk's wearing in Goonies that he, he happens to be wearing in the scene where he's growing his new legs? Right. Not that's not the fucking one of the funniest scenes of the movie. Oh, my gosh. Walking on those yeah. baby legs. Yeah. And I was like, he's, he's just, doing it. He's just cock- he's doing it. He's just cocking balls in it right now. Like, do you have to do that? Uh, yes, I do. I, I thought... After all the T.J. Miller stuff, that they would kind of tone him down, but I think he's he's still funny, man. It, it's funny, it's funny, he but is, I get it. And funny's funny, and I think that there were definitely parts that they probably edited out, but for the most part, they they kept his scenes where they were. And I, it sucks because some of those things were like, I know he's under this controversy and stuff having the past we've talked about before, but I mean the scenes that he's in, he, he kills it. He's still hilarious. So I tell him, I mean, it's like, dude, don't be a why you got to be such a freaking dickhead outside of here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, stop giving him limelight. Uh, Logan's yeah. Logan's music box at the beginning was funny. Perfect. You just see it opens on that music box. It's just spinning, playing the music. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Wolverine's death. Um, is Logan impaled? <laughs> so this this is they're saying this is an Easter egg, but I kind of don't count it one. But what and I really want to get your take on this is the X like the gray X Force costume. Now, in my, yeah. if you he does that's not what he's wearing. Like the costume gets burnt. Yeah, but I mean, no costume would be burnt like that. I mean, no, but like, how would you explain that? 
I think I think that that's exactly what the Easter egg like that that one right there for me. I know that the the definition of Easter egg changes a lot, but mm-hmm. that one for me that is absolutely an Easter egg because that's something that actively happens in the plot of the film that snuck in to be a different thing. Like he gets charred, and so his costume is all burned up, right? But it's completely it's not like it's just a smoke all across. Like it is a clearly a gray and black on the panels now because they're always black. But it goes all even his back is still is not red. Like it's clearly, hey, let's put him in X-Force because earlier in the movie when he's wearing his yellow trainee X-Men thing, mm-hmm. that goes back to when he was part of X-Men and mm-hmm. he wore a yellow suit, but he still had his red um his red still wore his red mask. Correct. Yeah, that is one hundred percent. So it's like those are definitely Easter eggs. All right. Mm. Hmm. Something, something I struggle with Easter egg. Like, did you see that thing that was on that shelf in the background? It's like, again, yes, that is an Easter egg, something hidden in a scene. But I think they're harder to pull off when they're actually part of what's happening. I get you. I hear you. I guess I can agree with that. that your logic makes sense to me. This is a good one. The Essex School. Another, this is the second tease of Sinister. Yes, there is. Yeah, I noticed... I was thinking about, I got confused because when it shows the orphanage that Fire Fist Kid is at, mm-hmm. I was like, Essex School? I'm like, that's weird. I know Essex School. Is that like a rival institute? Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh no, Essex. Xander, or Xander X, Essex is Mr. Sinister's name. Yeah. So, that's another but Sinister no, hint. But but then there's, it's like a subtle thing, and but there's nothing to do with Mr. Sinister at all. Did you catch the Alpha Flight Easter egg? No. So on top Alpha of... Flight is. Huh? I don't even know what Alpha Flight is. Alpha Flight's like the crew that, well, that's a different version, but they're from C- Canada. But Captain Marvel, like, basically runs Alpha Flight, at least currently in the comics. Um, mm. Anyway, there was a, on top of the taxi, there was an advertisement mounted on the roof for Alpha Flight. So I'm curious oh. what, but I'm curious because it's the. It's the Canada like mutant team, I think, but they're all in space right now with Captain Marvel. So I'm, I thought that was weird. Right. I thought it was a weird thing to do considering there's a Captain Marvel movie coming out. Yeah. Right. And these, it's a weird thing to bury in there. Right. The cure for blindness. <laughs> Did you... Yes. I love that in the first yes, movie. I love it. In the first movie, he Deadpool says, "Uh, somewhere hidden in this uh, apartment or." How, whatever they're living in, there's a, a lot of cocaine and there's 16 kilos of cocaine next to the cure for blindness. Yes. And so Al being blind, an old woman that he's living with. Apparently, she never found it. And he goes back in to the home and finds <laughs> grabs it. And you see the cure for blindness would also freaking yeah, a bunch. He's got all these things of cocaine around it, and he grabs one and then now there's a cure for blindness like. Great way to tie it back. A little tie-in joke. Yeah. Uh, which it just looks like a bag of cocaine. Yeah. The Van Wil- Another Van Wilder callback was, I think we already talked about this one on the show, but uh, All Out of Love. Oh, yeah. Because Ryan Randall plays that. He plays that when he's drunk in the dorm room. When he's heartbroken. I mean, I didn't catch this. And this is an interesting Easter egg on this list anyway. The Geppetto wood chipper that Zeitgeist gets sucked into. Really? The company's called Geppetto. Wow. But that, that that's a real deep cut for a wood chipper. Yeah. Uh then there's another one that I don't I don't know if it's gonna be on here, but um you know how when they skydive and Ryan Reynolds 
gets caught up on the sign. It's at it's his hillside. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that that's like I think Ryan Reynolds' first show that he was starred in? Is that really what's on there? It's not on this list, but that's what's on the the, the thing that he got caught up in. From oh, okay, cool. Uh M Day is near. Did you see this? No. We were it's funny we were just talking about House of M. Yeah, we do. Last week we were talking about it. Yeah, but House they so there's a reference to House of M. I believe this is behind What's the reference in there? How did I miss that one? The propaganda posters and slogan pasted throughout the building of the Essex House. Oh, it says M Day is near. Yeah. Well, that's the day that the that the the thing happened. Mm-hmm. That was in 2005 that that comic series has great comic series. What we talked about, go back and watch our last episode, episode 30 is about the uh, industry and comic books and good places to start and read and kind of get in. And this comic series house of M that they made this little allusion to it's fantastic and worth reading. And, uh, and they did a little, little, little tease. Uh, there's a few more Easter eggs, but I'm going to stop us there so we can move on to cameos. Cause I think those are a little bit more juicier. Uh, yeah, there's some better. Yeah. I think there's we definitely missed some Easter eggs in there. So, oh, there's t- there's. I mean, they honestly they are claiming that between the the lines, the gags, the Easter eggs, and the cameos that there are 600 of them. So, I mean, you can go deep cuts as far as them calling out like jokes that that go back to certain artists on the comic and and things like people that are little little signs or things here that might lead to something else or could not be. It's insane, but and everybody's got their it's own. Good. List. It's fun. Uh, you think this has more Easter or uh? Pop culture references than Ready Player One. Oh yeah, and you're okay with that, yeah. but not for okay. Yeah. Not- Ready Player One just seems to it shows a few, but then it recycles a bunch. This one is I'm totally fine with this. I mean, they're, they're different movies. Obviously, one is like supposed to be retro nostalgia, and this one's just supposed to be like if anything that fucking plays is on the table. Uh, on this list, there's apparently 20 crazy cameos, but whoa, we'll see, we'll see. Chris caught this one. I didn't catch it right away, but. This is the big one. And again, spoilers. So if you're deep into this, you already, there's no going back. Yeah, too late. But Brad Pitt is in this movie. Yeah, I can't believe, when you you texted me, like, did you see Brad Pitt? I was like, yeah, you're like, no, you don't, I don't believe you. I was like, how do you fucking miss him? His face is like center screen, 40 yeah, so feet I, big. So I, would you go see it on IMAX? No. I don't uh, know how big things are. Yeah, you don't. You caught me. Uh, <laughs> Brad Pitt just looks like a white guy. So it just looked like a, I didn't. I just saw a flash of the white dude, and I was like, "Oh, like, and then, oh, there's a guy." That but when I was like, on the when line. I was like waiting for it, and the second time I saw the movie, I was like, "Yeah, it's clearly Brad Pitt." You're like, oh, there he is. Yeah, he's, yeah, you can definitely tell. Well, I didn't know that he was originally part of the film, and he had to walk away because of scheduling conflicts. Oh, I didn't know that. Was and he was going to have a role in the movie? Well, there was talks about him playing Cable at one point. So I don't know what it was or whatever, or if they just have a good relationship with her, but he came to that one shot for Banisher being electrocuted, which was just fucking, that scene was killer. Oh, uh, and the Literally. the tryout. <laughs> well, got to stop you there, Chris. Uh, <laughs> did you see the Stan Lee? Yeah, he's on his face is painted on the side of a building. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah, I, I caught that. It's a quick one when uh, Domino's like falling. Yeah, it's like when she's coming into town. To the street, you're, you can see him. She like passes by. Uh, Chris, did you catch this cameo of Matt Damon? Matt Damon. No, I didn't. When you texted me, I was like, "No way," because because I, I saw of the two rednecks. He's one of the rednecks. Uh, I, I saw Alan Tudyk, but then he didn't even speak. So I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Right. So it's. But uh, I, I could not tell that that was Matt Damon. Matt Damon makes his second appearance in a Marvel film. 
that as a cameo and as a cameo less than a year apart. Um, crazy because he's in Ragnarok as playing Loki, Loki in, the in the play that yeah. they have, along with the third Hemsworth brother and Sam Neill. And in this one, he just was like there as a redneck talking about how good it is to use a wet wipe, a baby wipe when you're on the toilet. Yeah, and uh, he's also he's also casted under a different name too. Yes, you are. Some you also mentioned Alan Tudyk in it, who's also in that same scene. Yeah, random random cameos. I wouldn't expected that, but sure, why not? It's probably just. I mean, it's got to be. Ryan Reynolds calling in favors. Ryan Reynolds, but also the other people that write it, and there's a level of of comedy, level of comedy. Like this is obviously a comedy, but the people that write it, the people that are directing it, like you could tell that's probably a set that's fun to be on because they're always just throwing shit at the wall, and people like that tend to have connections, you know, with other people that have done those things or run in those same circles or. You know, you, you never know how it comes in. Like, oh, yeah, I'm like, I, I made friends with this guy on this set. Like, he'll come in and just hang out with us for a bit and do this. Like, it's, I think that's awesome. We get to see the X-Men in it. Yes, we do, which chronologically doesn't make any sense, but I liked it. <laughs> it yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's weird. it's a quick glimpse of the young X-Men. So that when they, from like Age of Apocalypse, even though this is supposed to be more present day. Yeah, it's, this is supposed to be present day and Apocalypse happened in the 80s, right? Yeah, in the 80s. So it's like a funny little thing like. Couldn't afford all the X-Men, huh? And they, like, close the door all sneakily. And it's like, oh, they're all in there, but we don't own. I, I, or I, I guess not that we don't own, but, like, I guess that this that's just the only ones they could get all together. Because <laughs> they were all filming the other one. And they said, come on over and film this. Well, yeah, because they were filming probably Dark Phoenix, right? So they're like. Yeah, and they are like, all right, cool. Run over there and just take this. We'll get this shot real quick. Yeah. Well, they're probably, they were probably filming the same day in the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I thought I thought it was funny. It was hard to see all of them at at once, but yeah, sure, legit was they were all there. It wasn't like someone was hiding that wasn't there. Uh, the writers put themselves in the movie as well as the director. Black Tom Cassidy is a callback to a character in the comics. He did make the reference of Patrick Stewart. Yep, and it makes a Patrick Stewart reference. So I mean, the movie's gonna be all over the place. It's gonna pull from all over, and it breaks all the rules. Which which is fine. It's it's one of those things where I was like, that's awesome that they did that. I don't even care. That doesn't make sense. Would you call Hugh Jackman a cameo? No, because they just they use just the repurp- old. They just repurposed footage. Right. I was surprised he didn't show up. You you were. I I was shocked that he just in like a, and not necessarily a demeaning role, but if he had been like a freaking bus boy, or they made him be the guy that mops up the piss when he pees himself at the bar instead of Dupender. Uh, like something like that something uh, random I met something random but then you know they've done promos for the movie where he's Ryan Reynolds is hanging out with Hugh Jackman you know that they're friendly with each other so every time Hugh Jackman is asked about it he'll be like I keep telling Ryan I'm not going to come back I'm not going to do it right so they they have fun with that um, if you saw a cameo or an easter egg that we missed because we're idiots hit us up gsplashbc at gmail.com or you can hit me up on twitter Bradley Baxter uh our, what's our Instagram? G to the Splash? Uh, G to the Splash is our Instagram. Be sure to check us out on there. Uh, and uh, yeah, tell us what you thought of Deadpool and hit us up on all of our social channels because we want to hear what you think too. All right. Now this is the, the the fun part where we get to fucking speculate. We're talking okay. continuity and the post-credits. The post-credit, okay. so it has come out. The post-credit scenes are in canon. Okay. So. Which is impossible, but not the point. Which means the movie didn't happen. No movie happened. Nothing ever happened. No Ryan Reynolds project happened. Why? Oh, because he killed himself. He killed he Ryan Reynolds. He goes back and kills himself. <laughs> he kills Ryan Reynolds. 
before he did Deadpool he did movies. Deadpool. No, not technically no, because he already yeah. he did Logan before he or uh, he did uh, Origins before he did. Yeah, and he killed that one too. Yeah, but he ki- he killed a character in a movie. And then he killed himself before he did the Deadpool movies, though, because it was when he Green, did Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Welcome to the big show, kid. Or welcome to the big leagues, kid, and shoots him through the head. Yeah. Just cleaning up the timelines. No worries. He saves. He comes back, brings back his, his girl. Yeah, brings back his girl, so then the movies doesn't, doesn't happen at all. Right. Uh, and then he goes back and kills Deadpool from... Uh, the Wolverine, from, uh, Wolverine X Men Origin. Origins, and then <laughs> apologizes, and then he kills himself, getting the script for Green Lantern. Doesn't he kill somebody else? I thought that was it. Oh, he saves he saves some of the X Force people. Oh yeah, he goes back and saves Peter, Peter. and uh, yeah, he just saves Peter. He, the other ones you don't know if they'll ever die. Well, I'm, I'm assuming Peter, just walk away. Oh, we're the X Force. X Force is done. It's over, Pete. Just walk away. <laughs> never look back. <laughs> and he just gets vomited on. He's like, okay, and he just leaves. <laughs> uh, how did you feel about that? Did you killing off the ex? I mean, I didn't see that coming at all. Uh, again, what we talked about a couple weeks ago: trailers being misleading. They when they introduce in the trailers the team, you actually see them in fight. You see Terry Crews' character punching somebody, knocking him out. You see Shatterstar's guy pull his two swords and, and stop two guys who have knives. Right. And then you end up getting this thing where, which I love. I thought I, the whole time I was just dying laughing because. You you know what things are gonna go a little wrong, and then when they start going really wrong, it's like this is fucking amazing. Right. So they filmed all these scenes, uh, action scenes that were not in the movie at all. Didn't happen because everybody, nobody even really makes it to the ground from the parachute because the winds are so high. One of them gets into a helicopter blade. One of them gets hit by a bus. One of them goes into a wood chipper and then vomits on another guy and melts him in half. It is fucking. Oh, it was who, just the who was played by thing. it. Yeah. Uh, no, Pennywise. The Pennywise, Pennywise wasn't Zeitgeist, though, was he? No, he was. Uh, he, he was, was the, the guy that gets dude. shot in the head. No, he's the vomit. I, th- I thought he was the guy that worked at the at Essex that he shoots in the head. One of the pedophiles. Was he, he really Zeitgeist? He yeah, Zeitgeist is the one who yaks, right? Oh yeah. See, I know it was uh, Skarsgård or whatever yeah, his ben, name is. Or, Bill, Bill or Ben? Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't know that he was. Um, I thought that he was the guy that gets shot in the very when the first time Deadpool goes to the. The Essex. Uh, the Essex school. Yeah, nah. He's he's a part of the X Force. Now we're talking continuity and things. Now that supposedly Deadpool cleaned up the timeline, which he didn't. I don't. Yeah, it's it's right. Quick. It's right. It's this continuity thing is crazy. Basically, at the end, he gets Deadpool. He or he gets cables. Time machine goes back and starts doing stuff like we said. But then, if they're saying it's canon, I don't know how that works, or if that's just for fun to say because obviously the movie happened. Or else, then you don't get cable here. It, it's a whole thing, right? Because if she never dies, well, you can't say that if she never dies, that cable doesn't come anyway. Well, you still, yeah, you still do. Well, he doesn't. I guess he comes back, but then he would just be able to kill the kid because then Deadpool is not there. You're talking about timelines cross themselves. This is why paradoxes occur. I still, you can still kind of say that the movie play plays out that way, just in a in a different way. I guess you could make part three the same fucking movie. With a yeah, di- just do it again. Slightly different. Um, uh, what does this mean for X Men? Who fucking knows? Are they going to make an X Force movie? They're going to make a Deadpool three movie, so there's going to be more stuff. Is I'm, there enough? I'm excited to see it. Is there enough stuff to keep to build a universe out of this, or are we just going to get? Don't like, know. I think they're just. I think they're just going to having fun with it. They're like, who gives a fuck? Like, let's just keep making fun stuff until it's not fun. We all want. We all want to see Ryan Reynolds in the M- MCU. 
and it's a great piece to clean shit up. But I feel like the the two movies are too uh, different. The vibes is too different. Would you Would you agree? I would agree with that. Yeah, like the Deadpool stuff is funny. It's fun, but you just can't mix it with uh, the MCU. Like the MCU is a little serious. Maybe that's just it right now. Do you do you do you see that possibility? Yeah. I yeah, feel like the, I, I mean, yeah. I do feel like the tones are different. Yeah. The, oh, I mean, it, they're. It, this is so strange because they really did take their own. They took their own way with it when they made the Deadpool movies. They said, "Hey, listen, you got." And this this comes from the movie being. They didn't think maybe it was going to be as successful. They said, "Okay, we're going to let you get it made. Here are your parameters. Make the movie." They made the movie. And now it's like, oh shit, this worked. Like, should we try and incorporate this other things? Or because this is, we also have this property, but this is way different because the tone, this is an R movie. These aren't, there's a lot that crosses, but it's almost like they said, shit, that was really good and made a lot of money. We should do more of that. Oh fuck. We made this one the way we make all the movies and it started not do good. Oh shit. So it's, it's gotta be a mess for them to try and figure out. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's, that's a great point. Um, Juggernaut's still alive though. Yeah, he crawls out. I thought he was. I thought I was thought he was dead for sure, but he's the juggernaut. So I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I know I already went on one rant about him, but one thing also in the movie that I really appreciated, not only the fact they made the juggernaut like the way he's supposed to look, but also that they like gave a villain like him the clout that he deserves because it's easy to bring in like, oh, okay, cool, this is the villain, he's the main villain, or whatever. Like this guy just comes in halfway through the movie as kind of almost a sidekick to the the story of fire fist and then it's like a big fucking deal to the point where everyone's like oh shit like we let out the juggernaut cable even says you fucking idiot let out the juggernaut because in the comic world juggernaut's not just some character that gets thrown around easily like it usually takes all of the x-men working together to take him down yeah they try and, and take so the his fact helmet that off. it was like yeah to, to get his helmet off or and so you got storm hitting him with lightning while wolverine's trying to cut bolts out and cyclops is blasting it to heat him up and rogue's trying to steal his fucking powers like you get all these people doing things, and in this one, it wasn't just like, "Oh, here's this guy. Don't worry, I can fight him." It was more like, "Oh man, we're in a lot of fucking trouble." And then Colossus shows up. And it's like, "Okay, there's a comparable battle," and Colossus still gets the shit knocked out him for a bit. Yeah, I, I was hoping maybe uh, maybe we'll see this in the future, but uh, we maybe Colossus will take over that, get that Juggernaut helmet. Hell yeah! Like in the comics, unstoppable Colossus. Yeah, yeah. That'd be dope. What are your What's your thoughts on Colossus never taking human form? I love it. I'm fine with it. You, I mean, the comics have almost. I think the comics abandoned that a long time ago. Uh, no, they didn't. Does he still go back to human form sometimes? Yeah, he's human form in the current Gold series. Oh, really? Honestly, every time I see him for the past like ten years, I feel like even like some of the coolest covers or some of the story arcs when he had the heart disease and. And die, but the aliens brought him back. Like I just remember, like I'm fine with him always being in metal form. Why does Beast have to be always blue? Like fuck that noise. Well, your mutant he, power is your mutant power. Like you're just fuck, stuck with it. You shouldn't be able to hide it. You shouldn't let you. So you prefer Beast in Beast mode? Absolutely. I know but, they do in first class. He can go back and forth like a werewolf. But I think it makes the character better. The fact that he can't. That they have to live with the fact that this is who I am. And in this one, it's not even ever addressed. Like being a mutant isn't an issue. Claus just like I'm a big metal fucking Russian. Who gives a shit? <laughs> but so that one's like oh no and i know that's a big part of like the comic because it's always like mutants are a different class of people and and there's always that struggle like that's what makes the x-men the cultural part of that so important in a lot of ways and the story's driven but to just be able to be like yeah 
this is what I am. Tough titties. Like it's never even going to come up because that juggernaut guy there is human with a mutant power. He's a, he's a mutant too, but that motherfucker is the size of a building. So what are you going to do? You think there's going to be a Laura movie? Probably not. Not before. I do. I think this deal's going to fuck it all up. I don't know. I think they would have already announced it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They probably put it. It's probably on the back burner. Hmm. All in all. Go see Deadpool 2. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Uh, Sorry, I keep. You can't hear these sounds, but I dropped in a lot while you were talking. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Bitch. See, that's the shitty juggernaut. I like this guy. It's like, fuck you. I'm going to tear you in fucking half. Oh. Let me ask you, let me ask you this question. So what does that mean for this whole if it's all in the same unit now there's two juggernauts? Yeah, Days of Future Past changed everything. Here you go, making your own rules as you go. Days of Future Past changed all of it. Everything. So Because you know how we can theorize that? Because we didn't see what happened in the middle. We just know that Logan woke up and he was in a really nice and everyone was still alive. So we can theorize all day, but at the end of it, if Jean Grey is still alive. And that juggernaut does not exist or was killed or never happened. Interesting. <laughs> Could have been run over by a truck as a baby. And so Donald Glover can play a villain in Black Panther 2 and the Prowler. Actually, they could have just made him the Prowler. Because they could make him the he Prowler. disappeared in the snap. <laughs> See? Oh, yeah, there you go. Maybe he's just Prowler. I think he's a CGI character if he's going to be something. That's the best way to do it. Or maybe like a well, what CGI character stuff. would he be? I don't know Black Panther's bad guys enough. You don't know his rogue gallery? I don't know his rogue gallery. Something. How did that even come to be a phrase? Rogue gallery. Rogues. They're rogue. They're the bad guys. It's a rogues gallery. Your gallery of your bad guys. But a ga- Boom. gallery sounds like a museum or like a picture. Like, I don't know. That's where it is. It's when they used to do the wanted posters with like all the multiple people. Oh, they called that's it like a rogue. A, that's yeah. like a photo gallery. That's a, that's a gallery. Look at Chris in the knowledge. Knowledge. Dropping knowledge. Boom. Word. This is G Splash. Hit us up if you've seen Deadpool, saw something we missed. Let us know. G Splash BC at gmail.com. Boom. Be sure to subscribe to this so you get notifications Word. when we drop a new episode of this. Word. We do Buzz of the Week, which is like a 20 minute little guy. We do Splash Trash or Mel reviewing comics and movies. That's like 15 to 20 minutes. You can get all kinds of G Splash awesomeness all the time so be sure to subscribe to all that follow us on instagram at g to the splash go to facebook you know we're not super active on either of those but we are there and we're working on it and thanks for listening yeah this has been episode 31 of bradley baxter chris bucky watts you out of here baby The juggernaut, bitch!